Hey, this is Josh Carey. And this is Eric Cabral, and we are the founders of PodMax. So this episode you're about to jump into was recorded at a PodMax Propelify virtual event. And if you don't know who Propelify is, it's an amazing event that will take place digitally, virtually, from October 5th to the 9th. It's also their fifth annual event. Propelify historically has gathered over 8,000 people in Hoboken for a single day of talks, tech, pitches, drones, and more. This year, it's a five-day virtual experience, which will have investor speed dating, the Clean Tech Impact Challenge with a $50,000 prize awarded, and talks from guests like Al Roker, Andrew Yang, and New Jersey First Lady Tammy Murphy, and tons of networking opportunities. So without further ado, let's jump into this special episode with a guest from PodMax and a sponsor of Propelify. Enjoy. Entrepreneur Circle is an On Air Brands production and a proud member of the On Air Brands Network. You have now entered the Entrepreneur Hey there, folks, and welcome back to another episode of the Entrepreneur Circle. My goal is to inspire you by chatting with entrepreneurs about their successes, their failures in life and in business. I am your most humbled host, Eric Cabral, a real estate investor, a creative, and I've been in the creative industry for over 20 years. Got my start in New York City as a junior art director, made my way to the top of the corporate ladder and realized there was the proverbial glass ceiling. So I hung up my corporate hat and started my own creative agency called On Air Brands, where we broadcast your brand and your message using podcasts and social media marketing, along with the help of my other company, PodMax, which hosts live and virtual events for top performing entrepreneurs to get them on podcasts and to learn from our keynote speakers and our massive network. So to learn more about that event, hit up podmax.co and sign up for the next event. They're happening each and every month. So as always, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast with two to three of your friends to continue growing our community and to help others grow from the knowledge shared here and learned here on this podcast. And before we jump into the show, I'd like to share some of what our sponsors, partners, and good friends have to offer you. Hey there, entrepreneurs. Eric Cabral here, founder of On Air Brands and host of the Entrepreneur Circle and Capital Hacking. I wanted to share something truly unique with you that we've created called Pod Max, which is an amazing opportunity to connect you with major podcasts to help you share your fascinating stories with their communities. This unique invitation-only event includes interviews with you on top-rated business podcasts all in one day. It also provides a unique networking opportunity with high-performance guests and thought leaders who are authors, coaches and consultants, investors, speakers, executives, you name it. These are the type of people that you need to be around. We also provide industry expert keynotes to hit our stage to share insights on podcasting, investing, marketing to help you take things to the next level. And the cool thing about PodMax is that it has a multimedia agency engine behind it with on-air brands to provide social media promotions before and after the event to share your brand new shows with your network. So hit the apply now button at podmax.co and I hope to see you at the next PodMax event. All right, everyone, we are chatting with Tom Zorega. He's the founder and CEO of Magnetic 3D. This is a company that is doing some very, very cool stuff. I can't wait for him to tell us all about it and get into it. But Tom, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. 
Oh, thank you for having me on the show. This is uh, this is exciting. So you started to tell me before we we jumped in what magnetic 3D does, and I was blown away. But I want to get deeper into it. So set us up a little bit. What does magnetic 3D do, and how did this company come into formation? Sure, uh, we develop a interesting technology. We take um, the idea of wearing 3D glasses. We throw it out the window. Um, we put a lens on the front of a TV. Um, so that the TV wears the glasses instead of the viewer. So our technology is glasses-free 3D technology. Um, nobody wants to wear glasses, 3D glasses. They suck. <laughs> uh, and we've developed a solution uh, to get around that. And um, we've we've brought that to market in the B2B space, and we uh, we plan on bringing it to the home. So where did this come from, right? Like, why did you get into this kind of company? Yeah, I wish I could say that, like, I just woke up one day and was like, I'm going to create a glasses-free 3D technology. Um, it doesn't didn't happen that way. This is very organic. Um, I got into uh, the digital signage industry right when I got out of college. This is going back to like 2004. It was the first year of the Digital Signage Expo. Um, I got asked actually by my my wife's father whether I could network screens together, um, having had a, a background in film and television, and could I put ads on them out at the airport? And I was like, well, this sounds really interesting. This sounds like a new a new thing. Let me go see what it's about. And um, I went out to the trade show and was like, holy crap, this is going to be a massive industry, uh, which later became digital signage and digital out of home. And now we've got billboards everywhere that are digital. So I got in early on the ground floor and I got to meet a lot of great people. And I've stayed really tight uh, with the people in that industry. Um, in the early days, it, it was really about the land grab, like how many locations you could get. And um, the company uh, that I had founded went out and won the, the contract for the Mall of America and also 17 malls up in the Northeast. And we rolled out this network of, you know, 2D displays. And of course, you know, as a, um, you know, investor, inventor, and, you know, futurist, if you will, um, I was like, you know, what else can I bring to the table here that's going to keep my customers and advertisers happy. And I stumbled upon um, glasses-free 3D technology in its very early stages. I mean, it was pretty bad back then. Um, but I saw the promise in that technology after, um, you know, looking at it and showing it to some customers and advertisers going, you know, if, if you have that installed in every nightclub in, in LA, I'll take every location. Uh, I was like, you know what, I think, I think we're onto something here. Um, so, Long story short, uh, we we stumbled on the technology and became infatuated with it and obsessed with it and said, we can make it better. Um, and we wound up selling off everything we were doing in the digital signage market and got into making glasses-free 3D products for our customers. So you were thriving in one space and decided, now nah, I'm going to try something completely different. Wasn't that just a scotch scary it, it was extremely scary. I mean, we we definitely, uh, in some respects, were biting off more than we could chew. But the opportunity was there to get out of um, you know this these networks that we were building and become a company that does more than just advertising networks to sell consumer uh, and B two B products. And that was really exciting to me. At the time, I was like, "Oh, I'm young enough. I should I should jump into this." Little did I know, um, I was training for like an ultra marathon and, and didn't know it because um, that was uh, over a decade ago. Oh, so you've been in the space for a while. Definitely. Yeah. We, we officially launched Magnetic 3D in late 2006 and um, brought the products to market in terms of R&D over the next year. And uh, I think the big coming out you know, party for us was uh, for Super Bowl in, in 2010, 
where we actually wired up all of Miami Dolphins Stadium and had our screens installed in all of the NFL uh, team owner suites and uh, and served up 3D content um, in connection with the game. So it was it, it was really exciting uh, to, to to start that. So you you officially launched at 2006. <laughs> then of course, right, 2008, 2009 comes along and you know, bottom falls out of, of much of the market. Where did that leave you guys? You know, it, it was painful. Um, we had raised capital from just uh, one super angel, which I can tell you about him. He's got an amazing background. But, you know, as we got into 2008, 2009, going to market for venture capital um, was like trying to squeeze blood from a stone. So in, in that regard, it was really just a tough time. And we had to, you know, figure out um, how to continue running this company with our own, you know, internal capital. And we've, we've bootstrapped it ever since then. Okay. Okay. So I want to go back. You, you, you talked about how it started off as a B2B. What are the, the applications of this? I mean, based on how you describe it, what kind of jumps to my mind is, right, the scene in Back to the Future 2 where the jaw shark comes like coming out of the screen and onto Marty McFly or, you know, maybe even like a minority report where he's watching the movies and it's, you know, like a hologram almost in front of him. But right, like, What's the B2B application? What's the consumer application, right? Like, what is it beyond just the the eye candy that I'm envisioning? Well, you're speaking my language completely because those movies are actually the inspiration for this technology uh, okay. in many ways. <laughs> um, the, the JAWS experience is something that we can absolutely do with our display. Um, we create content, uh, and many people create content in 3D. The problem is they're only seeing it on a 2D display. You know, anything from engineering to medical um, you know, to, you know, a 3D movie, of course, um, or video games. All this stuff is really developed in a 3D program, but you're never looking at it on a 3D monitor. Um, the idea is that all of these um, different verticals and types of content um, can, can actually be unlocked to reach their full potential um, in our volumetric 3D format. So we provide, you know, content developers and brands and agencies the ability to take their content and get it into this format on our technology. Um, you know, sky's the limit. I mean, it could be passive content where you're just watching an ad uh, or something on the display, similar to the idea of Minority Report. You're walking past a screen and all of a sudden it, it knows male, female, age group and changes the content. And we can do that today in 3D. Um, or uh, it could be more like Tony Stark. You know, you're in a lab and you're manipulating content using gesture control in 3D, um, you know, holographically uh, in your, you know, your laboratory, that kind of stuff. Um, so that, that's what we're bringing to market. I mean, our goal really is to empower uh, humanity to use this technology to, um, to take us all up a notch and, and give us superpowers, if you will. You know, sometimes there, there's a saying in entrepreneurship and in business, right? Like there's the right product and then there's the right time. And then there's when those two things come together. Are we ready for this, right? Like we just got HD, you know, maybe a decade ago. Now we're getting ultra HD. We've had a little bit of an experiment with 3D televisions at home. We're starting to mess with VR and AR and all this different kind of stuff. Are, is the market ready for this kind of content or is this really going to, is this really for just the, the smaller forward thinking tech savvy bunch that, that, like you said, has been watching Iron Man and things like that forever and has been <laughs> dying for the stuff to appear in their living rooms? Well, it's a great question. So, you know, the way that we've developed the technology as a platform, and right now it's it's being utilized for enterprise use. 
Um, so if you're a brand and you want to get more attention on your products, you put in a 3D display and you're going to get people to watch that display for a much longer time. You're going to have a better opportunity to, to connect. So, you know, we're talking in, you know, maybe if you're walking down the street and you look at a sign, you'll look at it for 0.4 seconds to a second, maybe read a couple words. Uh, customers will stop and watch our technology for 30 to 60 seconds. They'll tell their friends about it. It's viral in that regard. So from a B2B standpoint, I think that we've really um, demonstrated the power of the technology and we've got a lot of really cool stuff happening in theme parks and hospitality. Um, you know, so lots of people are becoming exposed to the technology, but getting into the home is another challenge, of course. Um, getting customers to adopt a brand new platform and going up against, you know, sort of that David and Goliath story against the Samsungs and the LGs of the world who are putting 2D displays into market that are just higher and higher resolution is going to be a challenge. But I, I do believe there's a segment of the market that that wants the technology that they've seen in movies that they've been promised since Back to the Future, um, you know, or Minority Report, and says, you know what, this is uh, this is something that I'm excited about. Maybe they're a Tesla owner and they want to be first uh, to be part of something new. Um, so th those are the folks that we're trying to connect with and want them to be part of our story in bringing this technology into the home. Hello, this is Josh McCown, CEO of Viva May Hospitality and the beautiful Renault Resort Winery. I have to tell you, the secret's out. And the secret is On Air Brands. On Air Brands Creative Agency, which specializes in launching podcasts, transforming live events into live streaming events, and social media marketing soup to nuts. On Air Brands has changed the game. There'll never be a day from here forward when you and I and our companies don't need to be on the air. Every brand needs to be on the air, but so few know that. So it's great to work with a group that are ahead of the curve and to find a company that has been built on the core foundation of the future of marketing. If you're ready to broadcast your brand like they've done for my brands, take the next step and make a change that can transform your business, reach out to On Air Brands today. That's onairbrands.com. Yes, onairbrands.com. Because you were talking about some of those B2B solutions and, you know, specifically what's coming to mind again is that Tony Stark, you know, Minority Report, animated computers, moving stuff around. Are there industries, are there other applications where this kind of technology isn't just a nice to have, but it can actually lead to other innovations, other breakthroughs? I, I'm thinking specifically about possibly like medical treatments and 3D operating and things like that. Like, is that something that's being explored that you're looking into? Absolutely. I mean, you know, for, for the reason, you know, with NDAs in place, I can't speak specifically about what we're doing, but here's a, an example. Um, when surgeons are, are planning out a very complicated surgery, a brain surgery, or a, let's say heart surgery on a child or something like that, they will model out in 3D the heart. Um, you know, or the brain from the scans that they take so that they can plan out that procedure. It could be an eight or a 12 hour surgery. Um, our technology will give them the ability to take that 3D model that they've created in a program and actually look at it dimensionally in real time while they're performing the surgery and they'll have depth perception. That's such an important thing. I mean, it's like, you know, do I cut the blue wire or do I cut the red wire? But I don't know which one's in front of the other because it's in 2D. Um, remember, they're doing things on a, you know, kind of a, a microscopic uh, scale, if you will. Um, 
our technology can absolutely help provide better patient outcomes in that regard. And we're, we're pushing our technology into that sector. And quite frankly, as an, as an entrepreneur, um, that really excites me. I mean, it's really great to see our technology used for marketing and advertising and to sell products. But if we can make a difference in medical and education and aerospace, mission critical applications, things like that, that, that makes me feel good about Magnetic 3D and, and what we've achieved. What about just the, the landscape of building a business and trying to grow a business in the world that we're living in today, both the, the COVID world, but also, you know, I guess maybe the pre-COVID world doesn't really matter. It's a whole new world now. But like, what are you seeing in terms of how you've built Magnetic 3D, how you recruit, how you interact with customers and handle things like, what are some of the trends that are fascinating you about just operating a business? Forget the, the Magnetic 3D specific aspect of it. Well, I think we can we can all relate right now to sort of the playing field being leveled. We're all home. We're zooming on calls all the time, <laughs> um, you know, trying to uh, stay sane, if you will. Um, one of the difficulties for me is, you know, with this technology being a visual technology, I really like being out there in front of customers and demonstrating it to them and showing them what it can do. I mean, really, if a picture is worth a thousand words, we like to say, what's it worth in 3D? If I show this technology to a customer, they instantly get it um, and they know, you know, how they can use it and it re it's relatable to them. That becomes really difficult to do, you know, on a Zoom and through a PowerPoint presentation. Um, but I, I feel like uh, the worst is behind us. And I personally have just made it my mission to start getting back out there onto the road, whether that means I have to wear a mask uh, or not, and uh, starting to reconnect with customers. But uh, yeah, in terms of, I think your question was, you know, also related to like recruiting and getting, you know, people involved. Um, there are maybe some benefits, you know, having more time home in front of the computer and not dealing with traveling and commuting and things like that um, has also given me a lot of extra hours to make the business more efficient um, and allow us to uh, really streamline a lot of things internally. So um, in that regard, there have been some, uh, there is some, you know, silver lining, if any. What, what do you think that silver lining really is? Um, re reflection, introspection, on trying to understand what's working and not working, you know, taking a pause for a minute to look at everything that we're doing and, um, focusing on the most important stuff, which, you know, when you're in the trenches, you really don't think about those things. You just do because things are coming at you and you've got to react to it. Now we're getting to be proactive and, and really strategize. Okay. I I'm curious because what you are working on is so new, so groundbreaking, so innovative, right? Like there's probably not a, a ton of people who are thinking about this and therefore probably not, you know, right? Like you can't, you can't put out a job listing that says we're looking to hire somebody with 12 years experience in 3D, you know, internally built 3D technology, right? Like that doesn't exist. So yeah. what do you look for in people when you're hiring to ensure that they are going to be able to work with you on something that's so innovative and new to the market? That's oh, a great, uh, great question. So the, you know, initially we were like in kind of advertising and marketing, but the industry that we're really moving into as a result of all these new internet of things and sensors and stuff that become part of the solution is really spatial computing. Uh, I think Mark Zuckerberg at CES uh, last year mentioned that like the next decade is really going to be the spatial computing decade after social. And that really speaks to AR and MR and XR and all that stuff. So, you know, we look for folks that are in those technologies because inherently, whether people realize it or not, you know, augmented reality, virtual reality, all this stuff is 3D technology, just in a different format. You know, you're putting on 
a headset that's giving you a left eye view and a right eye view. Our technology works very similarly. You just don't have to use any of the glasses. So we look for folks that are in that space that understand uh, how to create 3D content in you know programs and whatnot, um, and then can bring that experience, which we can then tweak just a little bit by adding our tools into the mix so that they can create content for our format. And is there something in particular, regardless of the type of position that you look for in hiring in general, just, you know, whether it's experience, right? Like I, I imagine you're not the kind of person who's asking the, tell me about a time you had a challenge at the workplace and how you overcame it, right? Like, are there interesting ways that you go through resumes or, or go through interviews to really identify talent or identify who is going to be a long-term asset to the company? Sure. I mean, I think it could be summed up maybe in one word. We're looking for unique applicants. <laughs> um, we want um, really interesting people to work with. Um, you know, they're, we want highly, highly driven, uh, take the bull by the horns type people that say, I, I, that are passionate about what we're doing, especially if they're a programmer. We don't want to be the ones directing them necessarily what to do. Of course, we've got goals and, and milestones that we need to hit, but we need them to be the inventor, if you will. This is a new, this is new territory. They need to be able to pick up the ball and run with it um, and be a self-starter and say, you know what? I've been thinking about this all night, even though that's not my responsibility and I can make it better. Uh, and, you know, th that's what we, we we're really looking for when we're, we're trying to, um, you know, build out a team of, uh, of experts really. So whether it's a, another business person listening or, someone who is just a consumer and wants cool, amazing next-gen technology, right? Like, what is your pitch to everybody who's hearing this, why they should keep an eye out for Magnetic 3D and, you know, when they can expect to start taking advantage of this technology? Again, either in the business or consumer sense. In the business sense, if you're a brand and you're looking for more attention, our technology is a great answer to that. If you've got content that's 3D, and you actually want to see it in 3D without glasses and make it, you know, holographic, if you will, and have depth perception, you know, whether you're an engineer or whether you're doing it, you know, for marketing purposes, our technology is a great platform to do that. Please contact us, you know, visit magnetic3d.com, learn about the different solutions that we offer. We've got lots of different options and sizes ranging from 28 inch displays all the way up to hundred inches. Uh, you know, if, if you can imagine that, I mean, it's literally life-size 3D content in portrait or landscape format, and we even do video walls. Um, you know, so that's, that's the B2B story. And, you know, definitely hit us up. We'd love to learn about you and your project and how we can help. Um, on the consumer side, um, we are, you know, planning to move towards 8K technology. You'd mentioned before, um, you know, is everyone ready? You know, we're just adopting, you know, Ultra HD and 4K technology, uh, and we're playing with VR, um, you know, is there a place for this? And, and I do believe that there is because the next evolution will be to 8K. But 8K uh, is, is more pixels than anybody ever needs unless you're doing 3D. Um, so we, um, we plan on bringing an amazing product to market and we want folks to contact us and tell us what type of features they want to see. Uh, if they're interested in uh, being a, you know, um, a, you know, a buyer of the product when it comes out in the next year or so, we'd love to get, get you on board. And of course, if you're interested in investing in the company, we'd love to hear from you too. That's a pretty solid pitch. And what's the website? What's the best way to connect with you? Um, it's going to be www.magnetic3d.com. That's, That's magnetic, the number three letter D.com. That's right. Yeah. And of course you can find me on LinkedIn. 
uh, Tom Zerega, that's uh, Z-E-R-E-G-A. I know it's, it's, people have screwed it up my whole life. So <laughs> uh, I, I feel like uh, it's important to, to drop that in there. And I'm on Twitter, but mostly on LinkedIn. I, as a Matthew with one T in his name, I can totally relate to people not being able to spell your name. I, I feel for you, sir. Well, we have been chatting with Tom Zarega, founder and CEO of Magnetic 3D. Again, you can learn more and get involved or possibly invest at magnetic3d, the number three letter D.com. Tom, thank you so much for joining us here on the show today. Matthew, thank you. That's it for now, folks. If you'd like to stay in touch with the show, you can contact me directly at eric at onairbrands.com. That's eric, E-R-I-K, at onairbrands.com. And if you aren't already subscribed to the show, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. And please recommend us to one or two people in your circle. That will go a long, long way to growing our community. Also, if you could rate us on iTunes, just take a moment uh, to give us five stars. And if they have more stars, give all of them. We'd greatly appreciate you for that. And always, always like, subscribe, and share, share, share this show on social media. We'd love you for that as well. And if you have any ideas or want to hear something on a future show, please hit us up. Maybe you have a question for one of my guests or you want to uh, tell a story, a success story. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can do that, especially if you're on the Anchor platform. You can leave us a voice message. We'd love to incorporate you and your voice on a future episode. Once again, folks, thanks again for listening to the Entrepreneur Circle. Please like, subscribe, and share, share, share. I am Eric Cabral, and as always, remember, your network is your net worth. So get in the circle.